I'd like to call the Planning and Zoning Commission meeting uh, for January 18th, 2023 to order. Let's get started. Uh, Secretary Van Summeren, will you conduct the roll call? Yes, uh, Athanakar? Here. Casagnoli? Here. King? Here. Lacerdo is absent. McDaniel? Here. Richelia? Absent. Robbins? Absent. Van Summeren here. Right. Here. All right, uh, first order of business tonight is the public forum. During the public forum, members of the public have the opportunity to address the Planning and Zoning Commission on issues that are not part of tonight's agenda. Please keep your comments limited to three minutes. Um, also, for those in attendance, please refrain from clapping and shouting. Secretary Van Sermon, has anyone signed up for the public forum? No, there is not. All right, moving on. Our next order of business is public hearings. For each hearing, we'll begin with the staff presentation, our introduction, followed by the petitioner's presentation. We'll then take public testimony to ensure that we have an opportunity to hear from each person wishing to speak. Please keep your comments specific to the request under consideration and try to avoid repetitive comments. Also, for the sake of those, please refrain from clapping and shouting. Uh, following all public testimony, the petitioner will provide closing remarks just prior to the closure of the public hearing. No further public testimony will be taken after the petitioner begins their closing remarks during the Planning and Zoning Commission's deliberation. I'll now swear in any member of the public wishing to speak. Those who wish to provide public testimony, please stand up and please raise your right hand. Please respond to I do. I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. All right, thank you. <clears throat> First case tonight on tonight's agenda is PZC 22-1-118, 203 South Columbia Street. Uh, Gabrielle Mattingly from staff will present the case. Thank you, Chairman. Gabrielle Mattingly, City of Naperville Planning Services Team. The public hearing for PZC 22-1-118 is a request for a variance to Section 6-2-10-5 to permit an auxiliary parking space at the property located at 203 South Columbia Street. The property is zoned R1B and is improved with a single-family residence and a two-car detached garage. The petitioner is seeking approval of a variance to permit an auxiliary parking space to be installed next to the existing detached garage. Per code, detached accessory structures are permitted to cover 25% or a total of 480 square feet of the required rear yard, whichever is greater. For this property, detached accessory structures are permitted to cover a total of 495 square feet of the rear 30 feet of the property. The square footage of the existing detached garage within the required rear yard is 465 square feet, and the square footage of the proposed auxiliary parking space within the required rear yard is 390 square feet. The petitioner is requesting approval of a variance to permit an auxiliary parking space and the existing detached garage to cover approximately 855 square feet of the required yard. The petitioner's responses to the standards for granting a variance are included in the attachments. Staff finds the proposed construction of an auxiliary parking space will not add additional bulk to the rear of the subject property and is generally supportive of the request. Staff requested that you conduct a public hearing and I'm available for any questions. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Mattingly. Uh, will the petitioner please approach the podium? Hello. Please uh, state your name and please provide any comments. Uh, full name, Francis Edward Simon Hunt. I go by Simon Hunt. And Raina Trevino. Uh, so, 
yeah, we just need um, the extra parking space. We have between us uh, five daughters, all of driving age. And uh, despite our hopes that some would move out, some have returned. Uh, and we're just looking to have that extra space for them to park a car because, um, as you're, I'm sure you're aware, we can't park on the street overnight. And we have an alleyway at the back uh, that feeds into the existing garage that was preserved when we built our current house. Uh, but that only takes our cars, uh, which is obviously a priority. Uh, but we need, uh, or would like to have the extra space there to, to allow some of the children to park there when they can. Okay, thank you. Um, <clears throat> Secretary Van Summeren, can you please let us know if there's any members of the public that want to speak on the case tonight? Uh, there's no one else signed up other than the petitioner. All right. I actually have a question for the yeah. petitioner or staff. I don't know. What type of, I, I apologize if I missed this, but I was, what type of material are you using for the parking area? Is it a permeable paper? I, I think that's really the one thing that kind of comes to mind here is yeah. I just want to make sure. We're planning to use brick. Okay. Um, I mean, already, you know, when we built the house, the water flows past the garage, like between the garage and the house and to the front. They already built a swale on the side of the property so mm -hmm. that uh, all the water will flow through that way. And, you know, we're, <coughs> we're on the corner of Columbia and Chicago, so we're kind of at the top end of our block, so water will head in, down in that direction in any case. Mm -hmm. Was that any concern of staff at all? I mean, I obviously know what your recommendations have been here, Gabby, but still just a... We're supportive of the request, and we don't have any concerns okay. with that material. Okay, great. Thank you. Any other commissioner comments or questions? Go ahead, uh, Commissioner. Uh. Um, <clears throat> I guess my first question is staff. Uh, in your comments, you mentioned you were generally uh, supportive. Would you mind elaborating on that a bit? Why generally? Why not fully? Um, I think for this particular request, we do acknowledge um, that it is exceeding um, the um, total allowable square footage in the required rear yard by a lot. Um, however, we do, um, in taking a look at this request, they're providing an auxiliary parking space that doesn't add a, any additional bulk. So even though it is exceeding the maximum square footage, it's not adding any um, perceived bulk to the rear yard. So I think that's uh, more um, in line with our generally supportive statement. Are there any other homes in the area that have a similar uh, situation in that where they've added on, created additional parking space? Um, I think that there are some, the, the, and maybe the petitioner can speak to it a little yes, bit more. Um, do you want to so, speak yeah. to that? So we back onto an alley, and most of the houses that back onto the alley from both sides have, um, I don't know if they were grandfathered in because there are older houses in that area or not, but most of them have little or no backyard across the back. They all have garages and, and paved areas. So if you look at the, and I think it's there in the package somewhere, if you look at the Google satellite view that I included, you'll see a lot of them are parking their cars in the back, uh, either on paved areas or sometimes on gravel just as well. Gravel, so, yeah. You know, we're, we're just looking to add, an, a, it's an uncovered space, um, so it shouldn't be any, you know, visual detraction from it. And, you know, from what, I, what you can see if you go down the alley, you'll see a lot of similar things going on there as well. So is, is the project complete? It is not complete. Okay. 
Uh, it's half done because <laughs> yeah. we were uh, badly informed by some landscapers that we didn't acquire a permit, okay. so we started and then uh, we've interrupted it while we go through this process. So that was my next question. Actually, uh, this is going to be in line with another uh, case later. Um, th does the city have any method of tracking uh, contractors and maybe some of the guidance or advice they give may not be accurate, may you know, put residents in a situation like they're in. Do, do you understand what I'm asking? Are, are you meaning that if we reach out to contractors and uh, no, not necessarily reach out to contractors, but they they had suggested that they were given poor advice by the contractor that they did not need a permit. I'm sure that this is not the first time it's happened by a contractor. Does the city have a method of keeping track of those situations where uh, residents are given poor advice? Um, we, I, I'm not that I am aware of, um, we can certainly look into that though, if, um, that would be your recommendation. Yep. That's helpful. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Wright. Uh, thank you, Chairman. Um, really, I just have a comment. Um, I did, uh, take the time to go, um, drive the location today, um, and did notice, uh, the the position that you're in and I, I do feel bad for you. Um, I have two boys myself, both both were driving at one point. I was lucky to have a driveway, but it still caused a lot of problems. Um, I noticed that, you know, you obviously have a very tight space. It seems that there's um, between your garage and your neighbor's garage is also being used as parking. I'm not sure if that's uh, your family or, or your neighbor's family doing that. Um, but I do in general think that the, that the um, plan that you submitted uh, does look much better. Um, I think it will enhance the, the visibility of a property. And I and also noticed that the neighbor at the very end of your street has a very similar situation, but they have a, um, a concrete pad rather than a brick paver uh, right. pad. So um, in general, I think, it, I think it does look better. I understand why you need it. You're in a very tight space, you're, you're, you're landlocked. Um, so I will be in support of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? All right, thank you. Um, I'll uh, actually, any final comments by the petitioner? No, 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 no other comments, it's all good. Thank you very much. I'll entertain a motion to close the public hearing for PZC 22-1-118. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed, none. Okay, motion carries. I'd like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner and approve PZC 22-1-118, a variance to section 6-2-10.5 to permit the existing detached garage and an auxiliary parking space to occupy approximately 855 square feet for the required year rear yard at 203 South Columbia Street. A second. Right. Yes, please. Okay, uh, Fanicar? I agree. Castagnoli? I agree. King? I agree. McDaniel? I do not agree. Uh, Van Summeren, I agree with the motion. Right. Agree. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, yay, one nay. All right, five, one, motion carries. Thank you. Good luck with the new council. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yep. All right, uh, the next case on tonight's agenda, PZC 22-1-121, 
Align Ministries, Adam Beaver from staff will present the case. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Adam Beaver with the city's planning services team. PZC 22-1-121 is a request submitted by the petitioner, Align Ministries, for approval of a conditional use to allow for public assembly at 1701 Quincy Avenue, Suite 17-19. The subject property is located at the northwest corner of Quincy Avenue in Berkshire Court and is zoned I Industrial and is improved with a one-story multi-tenant commercial and warehouse building. Align Ministries requests approval of a conditional use for a public assembly use on the subject property pursuant to section 6-8C-3 colon 34 of the Naperville Municipal Code to utilize, to continue to utilize their approximately 9,000 square foot space as a religious institution. Align Ministries, formerly named Grace Christian Fellowship, has occupied this space since October of 2000 with no register code enforcement complaints. Conditional use approval was previously granted for a separate religious institution in the same building in 2011 per ordinance number 11-074. However, staff cannot find any records of a prior conditional use request for Align Ministries. The requested conditional use will bring the subject tenant into compliance with zoning requirements. Align Ministries maintains a 75 seat worship room, a ministry resource center, as well as administrative offices in their tenant space. The impact on adjacent uses is anticipated to be minimal as the services and activities conducted by Align Ministries are contained fully within their allotted space at off-peak business hours with sufficient parking being available for this use at the site. Staff also finds this request to be compatible with the city's land use master plan as the future place type for the subject property is identified as employment center, which includes religious institutions as supported uses in this place type. Furthermore, the underlying land use designation for the site will remain consistent with the existing conditions as 89% of the building or approximately 92,377 square feet will continue to, be re continue to be used for standard permitted uses. Staff is in agreement with the petitioner's finding and supports the request. Staff now requests that you conduct the public hearing and I will be available for questions. Thank you. Uh, will the petitioner please approach the podium? Please state your name and uh, provide any comments. Okay, my name is Robert Carden, and I serve as one of the pastors as well as the treasurers of Align Ministries. And as Adam stated, we are requesting that a conditional use be granted for our space at 1701 Quincy Avenue, where we have been operating since October of 2000. We are actually the third church to be in our space. The first was a vineyard church, which built out the space and received their occupancy permit in the early 1990s. After them came Community Christian Church. We know them as the Yellow Box Church. Uh, and they then took over that space and they had their occupancy uh, permit in 1993. We followed Community Christian and we received our initial occupancy permit in October of 2000 when we moved into the space. In 2022, we changed our name from Grace Christian Fellowship to Align Ministries. And in the course of applying for a sign permit for our new name, an apparent oversight was discovered by the city department charged with issuing sign permits. Apparently, there was no conditional use approval on file for any of the three churches that had occupied this space. Although, as Adam stated, there was a conditional use on file for the church that was several slips down from where we are. I had the opportunity to speak with uh, Mr. Novak and Mayor Cherico about this, and they explained 
what they think happened 35 years ago uh, and how we can best address it moving forward. In their opinion, the best option to rectify this would be for aligned ministries to simply go through the process and get the conditional use uh, approved and then move on from that way. And this way, the space would be fine for any other church that might come in after we leave. So uh, that's why we're here. Uh, the packet that Adam put together explains our history and use of the space. And uh, I'm thankful that they recommend that this be approved. And I ask that you do that as well. Thank you. Well, thanks for bearing with us, and I hope the process wasn't too cumbersome for you here. Uh, uh, it, it convoluted, not cumbersome. Um, but Adam walked me through it very well. Okay, great. Well, thank you. Um, are there any members from the public wishing to speak on the case? We actually have a Garrett Bova signed up. You can to come speak? If you want to talk. Oh, no, not. No one else. Is there anyone else? Anyone uh, from the commission that would like to speak? Any commissioners? So I'll note that this is consistent with the use um, that it's always been in. I also note that the hours of operation are non-peak, and, and it seems like this is inconsistent with what, or is consistent with what we would expect to be, um, you know, customary operation. So appreciate that. Would like to? Uh, would you like to make any closing comments? No, sir. All right. Thank you. Entertain a motion to close the public hearing, PZC 22-1-121. So moved. Second. Second. All, those All in favor? Aye. Aye. Read the motion. Commissioner McDaniel. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'd like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner and approve PZC 22-1-121, a conditional use per section 6 that dash eight C dash three uh, colon three four of the industrial district regulations to permit a public assembly use uh, aligned ministries at the property located at 1701 Quincy Avenue suite seven through 19. Second. All right. Thank you. Um, well, we have our second. So can, can you please condense the roll, roll call? Uh, Athanakar. I agree. Castagnoli. I agree. King. Agree with the motion. McDaniel. Agree. Uh, I agree with the motion for Van Summeren and Commissioner Wright. Agree. Okay. All right. Thank so. you. Unanimous. We unanimous. We have an affirmative. Uh, good luck. Thank you very good much. Luck. I love the new sign. It looks great. I go to physical therapy right next door. So. <laughs> okay. Moving along. Uh, the third case for tonight's agenda is PZC 22-1-123, 2517 Lindenwood Lane. Gabrielle Mattingly from staff will present the case. Thank you again, Chairman. Gabrielle Mattingly, City of Naperville Planning Services team. The petitioners are requesting approval of a variance from section 6-2-101 of the Naperville Municipal Code to allow a detached garage to be located closer to the street than the existing single family home. The regulations for detached garages require the location of the garage to comply with the front yard setback and also require the garage to be, um, to be located no closer to the street than this single family home. The proposed detached garage will be located approximately 51 feet from the front property line, which is in compliance with the required front yard setback. However, the garage will be placed in a location which is closer to the street than the principal structure. The owners and petitioners have indicated that the existing attached garage is undersized and desire to convert this garage 
space into part of the house. The petitioners have found that constructing the garage as a detached structure is more cost efficient as adding onto the house to accommodate a larger attached garage would require construction of a full foundation. Staff is in support of the request given the subject property has several unusual conditions which limit available locations for construction of the detached garage. Furthermore, the detached garage will comply with all their setback and size requirements, including compliance with the maximum permitted height of 18 feet. Staff requests that you conduct the public hearing and I'm available for any questions. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, will the petitioner approach the podium? Good evening. My name's Pat Magner. I'm the architect for the project. And uh, there she is. This, <laughs> this is, this is a magic trick. Um, this is Peg Simos, the owner of the house. Um, I've known Peg and Sam for 20 some years. And anyway, so Peg asked me to get involved with this project because they want to expand the living space in their house. This is a mid-century modern ranch house that was built 50s, 60s, perhaps. Um, very small space but and very small bedrooms. And they want to expand the living space into the existing attached garage. There is no connection between the attached garage and the living space. So when they park the car in the garage, they actually have to come out and go into the front door of the house. So um, as part of this process of building this garage, uh, Gabrielle, do you mind putting up the site plan? Do you want the, okay, Perfect. and then just give it one minute and we'll pop up there. Okay. Um, you can see the, the property, the house is set back about 90 feet from the prop, the front property line. And there, this house was built uh, without sewer and water. So the house is served by a well, which is off to the north corner, the top corner of the garage. And the area in the green, or the open space down at the bottom is the septic field for this house. So if we were to try and build this garage beyond that front line of the house, we're either gonna destroy the septic field or build over the well, which is why we came to you folks for an approval to locate this garage in the front yard. Okay, thank you. Um, are there anyone from, is there anyone from the public that would be looking to speak on the case tonight? Uh, there's no one else signed, there's no one signed up. Okay. Commissioners? Commissioner just, Wright. Just quick, thank you, Chairman. Uh, quick question. So the, um, if, if I'm correct, the, the area between the road and the garage is pretty, um, landscaped. I mean, there's a lot of foliage there, right? It, and it actually slopes off because there's a drainage creek that runs behind the house there. Um, you can see the, e the dashed lines of the easement. That actually all goes downhill to a creek that's back there. So to, to push it back in that area, now you're dropping off the hill. Thank you. Um, my question is really for city staff. Don't mind. Uh, so we spent a, you know, a great deal of time <clears throat> not long ago uh, reviewing the city's master plan. Uh, would this kind of be considered like a mother-in-law suite in a sense? Or, or how would you, what would this be considered? Huh? 
Um, we would consider this to be a detached garage. Okay. Um, are you seeing more of these? And this is just for my knowledge. Are you starting to see more of these requests come through? In terms of location of the detached garage, or can you expand on, on that? Yeah, I think what Derek, or Commissioner McDaniel was trying to say is that the, I, I, the detached garage is going to be used as a detached garage. The existing garage is going to become part of the house. That's to correct. clarify, so it's not an ADU. This is this is truly going to be a garage. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. Yep. All right. I get where you're coming from. Like, yeah, I, yep. it was a confusion on there. Yeah, yeah. So they're incorporating the existing attached garage into the house. Okay, and they're adding and then the garage is going to be. Okay. it's just a detached. Got it. Yep. All right. Thank you. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you. I love your house. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I love that area. It's beautiful. Thank you. I, I'm we totally in approval. I mean, I, it's wooded. It's beautiful. Thank I you. looked lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Commissioner Van Sumlin. <laughs> no, appreciate the comments. I note your what you submitted in terms of your standard variances on this is the only area that you can put this on in the property as well, so that, that comes into consideration. Would you like to provide any further comments? No. 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 I mean, I did a great job describing the situation, so thank you for your time. All right, thank you. So I'll entertain a motion to close the public hearing for 22 for PCC 22-1-123. So moved. Second. Second. All right. Uh, all in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Uh, would anyone, uh, Commissioner King, would you like to read the motion, I'll please? I'll do it, yeah. I'd like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner and approve PZZ 22-1-123, a variance to section 6-2-10.1 to permit a detached garage to be located closer to the street than the principal structure at 2517 Lindenwood Lane. Second. Thank you, can I have a second? Yeah. Commissioner Van Sommeren. All right. Roll call. Uh, roll call. Uh, Commissioner Sandberg. I agree. Uh, Castagnoli. I agree. King. I agree with the motion. McDaniel. I agree. Van Summeren, I agree with the motion. And Commissioner Wright. Agree. Unanimous. Okay. Thank you. Do you Thank have you very much. Thank you all. Good luck. Good Thank you. <laughs> all right, moving along. The last case on tonight's agenda, PZC 22-1-124, 525 East Hillside Road. Gabrielle Mattingly from staff will present another case. <laughs> Thank you again, Chairman. Gabrielle Mattingly, PZC 22-1-124 is a request to consider a variance to section 6-6B-7 and a deviation to section 7-1-13 of the Naperville Municipal Code in order to reduce the required setback from 30 feet to 26.12 feet for a portion of the new single family home at 525 East Hillside Road. In the fall of 2022, the city issued a permit to allow for the demolition of the existing single family residence and a permit to construct a new single family residence on the subject property. Due to an error in the engineering process after permit approval, the foundation was installed in the wrong location. As such, a portion of the foundation is now encroaching into the front yard setback and the platted setback. The subject property is zoned R1B with a 30-foot front yard setback. The property is also bound by the 30-foot platted setback, which was created by the Plata subdivision. 
The petitioner is requesting a variance to reduce the R1B front yard setback and a deviation from the platted setback to permit approximately 47 square feet of the foundation for the garage to be located 26.12 feet from the front property line. The petitioner's responses to the standards for granting a variance and standards for granting of deviation are attached. Staff concurs with the petitioner's responses, finding the encroachment is limited to a small portion of the foundation and recommends adoption by the Planning and Zoning Commission. Staff requests that you conduct the public hearing and I'm available for any questions. Thank you. Thank you very much. Will the petitioner approach the podium? All right, thank you. Please state your name. Uh, Caitlin Chuck from Rosanova and Whitaker. Good evening. Once again, I'm Caitlin Chuck from Rosanova and Whitaker on behalf of the petitioner, civil and environmental consultants who has submitted this petition on behalf of the property owners. A little bit of background to start us off. The subject property is located at 525 East Hillside Road. This is located uh, south of Prairie Avenue and east of Washington Street. Uh, for context, this is uh, Edward Hospital southwest of the property and downtown Naperville is just north of the property. The property is approximately 11,025 square feet and is zoned in the city's R1B district. As such, the front yard setback is 30 feet and the property is subject to a 30-foot platted setback under the Moser Highlands plat recorded in 1954, as Gabby said. The property owners are currently in the process of constructing a new residence on the property. The petitioner is the civil engineering and land surveying firm uh, that was hired by the custom home builder in order to perform the engineering and survey work. Due to a foundation layout error, the foundation for the new 3,976 square foot home was installed in the wrong location. This now encroaches into the 30 foot front yard setback by 3.88 feet. The error was not discovered until the foundation installation was completed and surveyed. I'd like to point out the fact that under city code, the front porch outlined here in blue um, is allowed to encroach into the required 30 foot front yard setback uh, up to five feet. So in this instance, the porch is located 26.12 feet from the front lot line and is a permitted encroachment by code. Um, though the foundation for the garage is located in line with the porch, it is not a permitted encroachment and thus the request before you this evening. For reference, prior to its demolition, the previous one-story brick building or brick residence encroached into the front yard setback by 2.39 feet. You can see that little encroachment over here. As you're aware, the purpose of a front yard setback is to have houses on each street um, in the same zoning district remain a consistent distance from the property line in order to ensure that there's a cohesive neighborhood. This encroachment under the property's previous conditions did not cause harm to the neighborhood, um, nor did it significantly stand out in comparison to the adjacent residences, given the property's location on the exterior curvature of uh, Hillside Road. The architecture for the new residence steps back on both the left and right side of the front elevation. So this will help align the home with the neighboring residences. Uh, this exhibit does a nice job of showing how the new residence will generally sit in line with the adjacent residences. Uh, strict enforcement of the code would require the petitioner to demolish and remove the entire foundation and reinstall a new foundation in the permitted location as a result of a mere 3.88 feet, which was an inadvertent mistake. The removal and reinstallation of the foundation for the 3,970 square or 76 square foot residents would cause an exceptional hardship uh, for and practical difficulties for both the owner, owner and petitioner. So, with that, I want to thank you for your consideration. I'm available for questions. Thank you for the presentation. Well done. Are there any comments or public testimony? Um, 
Do we have an Ernest, uh, Sh is it Shema? It's hard to read the writing. Shema? Shema. Please approach the podium. Were you sworn in earlier today? At the start, yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, please state your name and uh, please share your comments. My name is Ernest Chamet. Uh, my wife and I live across the street from 525 and have for a long time. I, when this notice of this request for variance went out, I sent an email. I put together a letter saying what we thought about it and sent an email, but you nicely sent back additional information, including the, the background information, so I'd like to add to that. Um, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to be heard. Uh, we're strongly opposed to relaxing the zoning limit on setback distance from the street in general. The existing zoning laws have kept us a nice open residential neighborhood to live in, and we feel they should be maintained. We fully understand the desire. Would you mind stepping a little closer to the microphone, please? We're having a hard time hearing you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. We fully understand the desire to be able to do what one wants with one's property, and you have a, a big thing uh, planned there. Uh, but when Robard chooses to move here, it's at least in part the character of the neighborhood that makes it desirable. So we think that should be averse to changing that. And the current zoning gives a reasonable framework for builders to work within uh, to maintain the density character, medium density character, or, or our feeling of an open area uh, has worked well. So it should be maintained. We can understand how the setback from the street limits the space available for the front yard. We're the house on the inside of the curve that he drew there. So uh, we have a very long uh, frontage on the street. We've got 200 feet on the street. So a, a 30 foot setback for us, uh, not counting the parkway, uh, that means 40% of our property is front yard. So I can appreciate wanting to make use of that, but uh, the 525 house, is on being on the inside of the curve, uh, the outside of the curve that he shows just has the narrow part towards the street as a frontage, and you take the setback out of that, and that's only 14% of their property being front yard. Uh, and, and it seems to me that's a very limited amount you shouldn't really be taking more out of. Um, Then I uh, uh, got this information back and find that uh, part of the reason or main reason for the hearing is that uh, due to an error, quote, due to an error in the engineering process after permit approval, the foundation was installed in the wrong location by four feet. It's incredible to me that an engineer could be off by four feet. And if that's as accurate as you can do something, I don't think you should be building right up to the setback limits anyway. Um, I simultaneously uh, feel uh, embarrassed for the builder that this happened. Uh, I can appreciate that it would take a significant cost to rectify this, uh, but I'm appalled at the prospect that this represents the quality of work going into this building uh, and that this is going to be made permanent uh, for, for the rest of the, the time the, the building exists. So. We're opposed, uh, we're opposed to that. This was one of the nicest neighborhoods and one of the best towns to live in in the country when we moved here. 
about 40 years ago. It had an open, friendly character. Uh, homes weren't crowded together. You, your site wasn't immediately blocked by a facade. There were yards to play in with rooms for flowers and gardens and streets. You could walk down or drive through without feeling closed in. Things have changed a lot since then. Uh, builders have been building up to the, the setbacks as, as targets instead of as limits. So, so it has changed a lot. Uh, but it's still a nice neighborhood. It's still a nice street to walk down uh, or drive down, and we like to, to remain that way. So we're opposed to uh, relaxing the variance. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Uh, would, do the commissioners have any comments on the case? I do. I'm sorry, we still have one more speaker. Yeah. We have uh, the engineer, Dave, is it Dave Kamano? Available for questions. Uh, okay, available for questions, okay. Thank you, Commissioner Casanelli. So who, who made the mistake here? We, the architect, the company that installed the foundation? The petitioner. Surveyor, I mean, where did the mistake come from? The petitioner. The petitioner? The engineering and surveying firm. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was off from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Good evening. Uh, Dave Camano, I'm a civil engineer with Civil and Environmental Consultants. Um, to answer uh, the commissioner's question, um, so uh, I'm not a surveyor, I'm a civil engineer by trade, however, I can give you some general uh, understanding of how the issue occurred. Um, I guess before I do that, I, I will say, you know, we, we're a very successful, prominent company. We've done thousands and thousands of projects. This is the first time I've ever seen something like this happen. Um, so to the comment that was made um, uh, regarding how could this happen, I haven't seen it before. It is, it is a rarity, certainly. Um, what happened in this case is that the engineering plan <clears throat> that we designed, um, essentially, I'll, I'll try to explain this as, as quickly and simply as I, as I can, uh, was set to a particular measurement of a foot uh, called international feet within Civil 3D AutoCAD. And then when we went out to survey it, the survey points were pulled from that same drawing in US survey feet. The difference between the, those two measurements, um, it, they're, they're exactly the same out to about, I think, 100,000th place or maybe the millionth place. Um, but what happens is um, the state plane coordinate system that uh, things are measured upon for surveying purposes in the state of Illinois the zero, zero point for that grid, if you can imagine the state is, is a grid, is located about, I'm not sure which way south is here, but about two million feet that way. So um, when you have a foot differential, a different unit in two different drawing setups, um, if the zero, zero point of the grid was within 1,000 feet or even 100,000 feet, it, the, the difference of what would have been staked out there is maybe a tenth. What happened in this case is because the zero, zero point for the state of Illinois is millions of feet away or a couple million feet away, when we staked the foundation in the field using the incorrect units, um, the foundation slid uh, roughly four feet by two feet or whatever that, that differential was. So ho hopefully that makes sense. Uh, it certainly was fully unintentional. Um, we've been working with uh, the builder and the, the homeowner um, trying to get this resolved uh, as, as quickly as possible for him, knowing that this is causing delays. Um, certainly, again, didn't want this to happen, but, uh, but here we are. So um, I, can, I can take any more questions. Hopefully that's helpful. 
No, thank you, that, that's helpful. Is there any comments from the commission? I have one, maybe just kind of a point of clarity. We're looking, I think there was, um, what slide is it, maybe the second slide? It showed, I'm very familiar with this, with this block. Um, it showed the original house, which I think was a one story. Um, where was that fitting relative to uh, the setback and what you guys are proposing for today? Actually, we have an, we have this exhibit which might be helpful. So the new construction foundation is outlined here in red. And then you can see the, um, the previous property or the previous home residence is in black. And the setback is this dashed line right here. So you can kind of see just about where it encroached over here and then where we're encroaching here. But technically on the right, my right side, that porch for the new design is within restrictions, but the garage portion is without. Correct, because the porch is allowed to be, is, is allowed to encroach up to five feet. So even though we're in line with the porch, we require a variance for the garage portion. portion. Mr. Oh, Commissioner um, Daniel. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm going to be in favor of the petitioner, but uh, it's a pretty significant error. And this was, I guess, we've had two cases just this evening where we had either contractors or surveyors provide some poor guidance or advice. So city staff, this is, I guess, what I was mentioning earlier. Uh, does it make sense for us to have some sort of map monitoring or tracking system for surveyors or architects or contractors who just provide poor guidance. Um, thank you, Commissioner. Um, I, Like I said earlier, I'm not aware that we have anything like that, but um, we can definitely um, look into that request and I can follow up with you and the Commission. Commissioner Van Summeren. Um, so speaking to what uh, you guys were just speaking to with the, exist, the existing old home that was essentially would be in today's standards now non-conforming to our current setbacks. Um, you know, whether it was on the side yard setback as well as the front. I really think, obviously, there's no precedence, right? We take each case in and of itself. Um, I hear the neighbor and I hear what they're saying and we have these rules for a reason. Um, I respect the hardship I and mean, the significant amount of money and we're all human beings and no matter how much technology we have, mistakes still happen. And it doesn't reflect negatively on an organization that has a highly reputable you know, name, this and that. I mean, it's a terrible thing that's happened. Um, I really think for me personally, the fact that the existing structure was already non-conforming and as the neighbor has said, it was, they loved the neighborhood the way it used to look and that home actually stuck out as well. So it was a different architectural definition, but I mean, I, I live in this neighborhood, so I have skin in the game on this too. I live there, I walk that street all the time. So um, I, I am, in agreement with the petitioner. It's a terrible mistake that's happened, but I do not believe that it will negatively affect that neighborhood or the views of this streetscape. So. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. I, I, I agree. I mean, I think th there is an undue hardship here. I do think it's consistent with the character of the, the general character of the neighborhood. So I do think it warrants what the petitioner is requesting here. Is there any other comments from the commission? Commissioner Kessmiller? If you were denied this request, what are your options? To demolish the entire foundation, foundation and completely you, reset. The entire foundation yes. would have to be torn out. Yes. 
Correct. Yeah. In, in, in addition, I believe the, uh, the sanitary sewer service is in place and a portion of the, uh, uh, the beams in the basement. So yeah, it would all have to come out. I have one last question for the, for the city though. Are we setting a precedence here when, when a contractor engineer, like you said, makes a mistake, are we just going to, you know, we're, we're, we're going to approve this. Does that mean all the future? I mean, it makes me a little nervous. I mean, I'll just say one thing. To be okay. clear, each case has to stand on its own, so we do need True. to be aware just, of that. But I understand your question, so Ms. Uh, Mattingly, if you want to respond. Um, I agree with you, um, Chair, that the uh, each case does stand on its own. Um, but then also to expand on that, I think that they did have to come before the commission to seek approval of that because they weren't in compliance. Um, so this wouldn't be setting a precedent that any home can be constructed anywhere. They would have to seek the same approval and process. Does the petitioner have any final closing remarks? No, we just want to thank you for your time and consideration this evening. Thank you. Okay, I will entertain a motion to close the public hearing for PZC 22-1-124. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's correct. Okay. So moved. Second. Second. All right. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, Commissioner Casanelli, would you like to read the motion? I would like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner and approve PZC 22-1-124, a variance to reduce the front yard setback per section 6-6B-7, and a deviation to reduce the platted setback per section 7-1-13 from the required 30 feet to 26 feet point 12 inches for portion of the new single-family home at 525 East Hillside Road. I have a second? Second. All right, thank you. Uh, roll call. Good. Commissioner Sanikar? I agree. Castagnoli? I agree. King? I agree with the motion. McDaniel? I agree. Van Summeren, I agree with the motion. Uh, Commissioner Wright? I agree. Congrats, you got a 6-0. Good luck. Thank you very much. Good luck. All right, final order of business as the approval of the minutes from December 21st, 2022 Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. Do we have any corrections to the minutes? All right, seeing none, I'll entertain a motion to approve the minutes of 2021, or sorry, December 21st, 2022 Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 All right, motion carries. I'd like to make a, or excuse me, I'd like to entertain a motion to adjourn the meeting. So moved. Second. All right, thank you. Meeting adjourned. Aye.